Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday. The holiday season and Santa Claus is coming round. The Christmas snow. Welcome everybody to Books with Cooks, a podcast for bookies and foodies. Hi, I'm Jess and I'm Alex, and we're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah, and I love to cook, and I cook to survive. We'll be reviewing, analyzing, sometimes overanalyzing, and discussing the books we're currently reading, as well as new and old recipes from our kitchen to yours. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, and husbands. So enjoy that bonus material. Now let's get booking and have a tasty chat. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. While the merry bells keep ringing. Happy holiday to you. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. It's the holiday season. And Hey listeners, stick around at the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Hey, hey, hey listeners, if you're enjoying our podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast. Before we begin, we just want to give you some trigger warnings. The following conversation and book may contain fun, festive, and holly jolly feelings, so be prepared for that. Also, if at some point we chant, ho, 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 don't take it personally, okay? We don't mean you, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Lastly, it's the most wonderful time of the year. So let's have fun. Ho, ho, ho. Hello. What's going on, Jess? Nothing, man. Just enjoying my little December. (laughs) Okay. How about you? Are you enjoying your little December? I guess I'm enjoying my little December. I mean, December's been all right so far. It's been all right. How's it been, been for right. you? It's been all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's been, it's been festive as hell around here. But I've been listening to Christmas music since Halloween. One of those. Okay. So. <laughs> but yeah, it's been festive. Hmm. I actually have not been listening to a lot of Christmas music. I did listen to the Kelly Clarkson albums because they're my favorite. But... I have been, I did watch some holiday movies, but then I switched to F-Boy Island because I finally decided to watch the new season, but the finale doesn't air until tomorrow, this Friday. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. I am on, I'm waiting with bated breath to see who these girls are going to choose and if the F-Boy gets chosen, if he's going to take the money and run or if he's going to choose to split it. I know you're also waiting. I can tell from the look on your face that you're like, I can't wait. I am not happens. waiting. Okay. No, he's not an elf. He's not suitable for this month. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get festive. I get elfy. Okay. Santa, elves, things like that. Yes. Stockings hanging on the mistletoe. Uh, actually, stockings don't go there. But you know what? If you want to <laughs> hang on the mistletoe, <laughs> yeah. you go for it. Uh, you know, hang it off the tree. Hanging on a chandelier. Don't care. Have no. fun. <laughs> F-Boy Island does not fit that profile for me. So just letting you know. Well, it's, it's no been- flurry. 
It's amazing. Today. It's and in I, a flurry here. It flurried by everyone except me. I moved too far south. I don't like it. Yes. Well, you live in Guam. So if you don't live in Guam, live in Guam. <laughs> it's not gonna snow there. Doesn't Dramatics. Snow there. It okay. will it will snow. It will. I will will it into being. You're I want it. the snow. I want the snow. <laughs> I want it to snow so bad. Well, it flurried here. It didn't snow specifically. Flurries are snow. Flurry. Don't discriminate against different types of snow. Flurry is snow. <laughs> I, I'm not discriminating. It was delightful. Okay. I was driving in it and I was like, Ooh. You know, I didn't stick my face out like uh, my tongue out the window trying to catch the snow flurries on my tongue or anything. But people do that shit. I see them and I don't judge them because I think it's cute. Okay. I've never seen anybody doing that. Sticking their head out the window while driving or just in a car. <laughs> no, I don't know about sticking their head out while driving. But people walking and going like this, I have seen. I don't think I've seen that. Usually either. they're children. But okay. it's cute. <laughs> All right. If it's a child, then I can support it. If it's an adult, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. It's That's cute, fine. I guess. Have you wrapped any gifts? Have you no. purchased any gifts? I have. We last spoke. I have purchased quite a few gifts. I'm almost done with my shopping, nice. so but I have not packed anything. It's all sitting in a corner, just looking at me, waiting to be wrapped. How about that you? Very dramatic. You just sounded like a script from a romance movie. Well, all we've been reading are these romance books lately. These holiday romance <laughs> books. So that's just how I speak yeah. now because I re- take on the personality of the book that I'm reading. Well, you just reminded me of that bitch from that movie that I love, Love Actually, which is a Christmas movie. Go watch it if you've never seen it. Excellent one. Excellent. I usually wait towards like last on my list because save the best for last type of thing. Okay. Uh, but Love Actually has this bitch who works with Alan Rickman, R.I.P., um remember he was like cheating on yes. his wife with the yes yeah, the, okay. the secretary and, yeah i can't stand her but she's like i'll be waiting around the mistletoe waiting to be kissed i hate her so much yeah you also cool. he was with emma thompson who is amazing and amazing. he cheats on her with that that little i'm not gonna say what she is but he cheats on her with her not right trash don't do trash my girl emma like that she deserves better also, Emma, really, my darlings, she's just like the cutest thing ever. Like, I don't understand. And then she goes in her room and she listens to the saddest song of my life. Yes, Joni I, Mitchell. I love yes, Joni Mitchell. Mitchell. It's so sad, though. <laughs> I love it. Um, she's I've so looked at love from both sides now. So good. Shut up, because I'm getting chills. I and love that song. Tonight. I love <sighs> that movie. Period. All right. I have beef with that movie, and let me tell you no, why. Okay, no, no I, I take criticism on that movie. That's my favorite. I need you to hear this. Hands down, because number one, we're supposed don't, to think don't you that dare talk about Hugh Grant not being delightfully British enough. We're supposed is. to think that all these stories are very romantic, right? And number one, there's the guy who's been crushing on his best friend's girl forever, never said anything, just acted like a super weirdo creep about it. No, but this is different types of love. Different types. He's the creepy love. Okay. It's not creepy that Colin Firth falls in love with a woman who can't speak his language. They have no idea what the other one's saying. They just think the other that one's hot. That is my hot. favorite storyline, and they it's just, adorable. They and... just think each other's hot. They didn't fall in love. English. It's called just lust. It's just called it's called lust, and They're it's not the same. They were saying exactly the same thing in different con- uh, in different languages. It was adorable. I don't buy it. I don't buy it it's my favorite one all right then we have the british guy that goes to america and the the girls in america apparently are super dumb all of them are so dumb i don't like that and they just want to have threesomes i don't like it 
That's number. His name is Colin. That's number three. <laughs> yes, he's not. He's not. I have a big issue with Alan Rickman cheating on the Queen Emma Thompson because she's freaking hilarious and amazing. Different and how dare he? Types. How dare of he? Love. They had to explore the scene. Also, uh, Hugh Grant is hilarious in that movie. The Hugh Grant. And, and the girl that she story talk, is not bad. Is, the girl that she talks to is the best. When, yeah, that that story. Like, I don't. I don't have beef with that. Aside from the fact yeah. that everybody calls her fat, and I'm like, she's definitely oh, weighs less than me. <laughs> like, no, but she's the father, not fat at all. When he goes and finds her house, and he wants to talk to her, and the father comes down, uh, and he's like, "Come on, let's go, Plumpy." It's mean. <laughs> it's so mean. They treat her so terribly. Why is it hilarious that it's they're just em- emotion emotionally and a emotionally and verbally abusive to his daughter because she eats donuts i don't know doesn't he call her like krispy kreme or something i don't know i take no, issue no no that's the one from uh portugal the sister yes yes Mrs. sorry Chris, that's miss krispy kreme that's the one i was talking about or something that i switched um, i switched to that one i'm sorry because i started thinking about her but and anyway it's not miss krispy kreme it's miss dunkin donuts or whatever dunkin donuts <laughs> <laughs> whatever they had probably like uh they were they were sponsored you know yeah so they had to get it in there yeah um but no the first of all hilarious she's hilarious so she's like oh um i said shit i said i promised i wouldn't fuck up on the first day. <laughs> yeah he was like he was like oh i uh he's like you could have said fuck and then we'd all be in trouble she yeah like, i said i wouldn't fuck up on the first day yeah i can love them that one all was right. cute i like that one and i like the relationship between the singer and his producer editor yes. i don't know who that guy yes, was that and love is friendship and they're cute i have an issue with the kid who acts like he's 45 and i have an issue with the airport scene because in what universe in what universe do we live where people can just How? run through an airport just to run a run a muck in the airport for the love. Dare you? Shit, my favorite Christmas movie number one. Number two, you don't talk about Liam Neeson that way. Not not Liam Neeson. His weird no, stepson his kid. How dare you? His storyline was sad. I felt bad for him. I liked his his little thing with his his widowed wife, and he's you know learning to deal with this weirdo old ass kid. That's a kid. His mom died. The kid that's was compassion. He doesn't um, act like his mom died. He acts like a friggin' weirdo. He's like, I don't I'm in, I'm in love. I'm in love. Um, I will say that little that little girl hilarious. has a killer voice, though. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, if yeah. you're going to sing a Mariah Carey song, you better bring it. And she brought it. She did. <laughs> she did in a big way. Even Mariah Carey definitely had to hear her and be like, oh, yeah, she's good. I don't know her, but she's good. Mariah Carey was definitely like, I don't know her. No, um, there's only one person that can sing that song, and it's me. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, again. I have to because we're talking about Mariah Carey. Just talk about the, the video of her and her mom, and how she's like, "My mother, I wish I had half of her vo- singing voice." And then she just like shows her mom like, singing higher octaves. Her mother's an opera singer. That's all. I just yeah, know. yeah. It's funny. Um, the best yeah, part of that was the comments that I saw on TikTok, and people were like, "Wait, she has a, a mother." Yeah. And people were like, what did you think? She just sprouted from a bush one day or something like that. You know, they were hilarious. like, I'm 80 years old when I found out Mariah had a mom. <laughs> um, of course she has a mom. <laughs> we all do. Or did. Or have had moms. I, mean, I did not know that her mother was a, a singer, though. That was interesting to learn. I mean, makes sense. I mean, Mariah is like one of the best of the best. Yeah. And you know, Mariah knows that she's one of the best of the best. Also. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. But For you know sure. what? I do love her though, because whenever she sees her fans or anybody, she could be anywhere. She'll stop what she's doing. She won't rush the people. She'll go over. She'll take pictures. She'll hug them. She talks she? to them, gets to know them. Yeah. She's cute as hell. We I've her. never seen anything about her in that regard. Like, I don't know. I just assume she yeah. she hibernates until Christmas Eve and then she comes out and sings her song and then goes goes back into hibernation. She's not a bear. I she's I mean she might be. Bear. She might be. They're, bears aren't the only animals that hibernate. So does Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey is not a Christmas bear. First of all, you've just managed to shit on my favorite Christmas movie. No. And now you're shitting on my favorite Christmas singer? I'm not shitting on her. Finally <laughs> I'm not shitting on her. I'm not. I love Mariah Carey, and I do think she's one of the best singers of our time. But I don't ever see her anywhere. Ever. I stopped listening to you. Okay. I'm not listening. I'm Still not listening. listening. What is that from? Uh Emperor's New Groove. Ah, uh, right. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Still not That's listening. Still not <laughs> listening. Uh so how are you doing on your Christmas list here? Reading list. Well, I read Snowed In, which I think which I think I mentioned previously. It was cute. I liked it. And I, read I started I started Christmas Orphans Club. I did not finish it. I started Love Light Farms and I did not finish it. I did read Tis the Season for Revenge and I only mm-hmm. finished it so we could talk about it on this episode. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Similar not, I wasn't a fan. I did not enjoy it. But then I read Good Elf Gone Wrong. And I will say it's a little vulgar. It's definitely smutty, but it is hilarious. And I enjoyed the hell out of that book. And I also read, not Christmas related, The Jassad Air. And that actually got me out of my book slump because previously oh. I really wasn't reading anything because I was still in my slump. And that really got me out. I loved it. But now I have to impatiently wait for the sequel that has no anticipated publication date yet because this one just oh, came out Jesus. earlier this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to add that to my list. I saw you reading that on Goodreads. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was and really good. I read Snowden. I, I really liked it. This is the season we'll talk about. I just taste for it. Uh, <laughs> Christmas Orphans Club is still my favorite that I read so far, but all of the Christmas ones. I just loved it so much, and I would read it over and over again. Yeah, I have to uh, finish it. I didn't buy Christmas in New York. I just read, like, the sample that they give you, and that looked cute. So okay. eventually I'll get it, I guess, and read okay. that. But I did start reading Snowflake. Snowflakes and Sweethearts, I think it's called, mm-hmm. right? Or Sweethearts and Snowflakes. Some, um, and that's some combination of that. Literally 170 pages. So I'm sure I'll finish that later. And I'm very, very much enjoying that, reading that in the best British I can. Mm-hmm. Because I absolutely freaking love Mr. Darcy. Um, <laughs> and that is a Darcy Christmas retelling. And I'm very excited about it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, the book that I'm reading right now that is not Christmas related, that I'm absolutely freaking loving his house on the cerulean sea and i couldn't oh, wait to tell you okay. how much i freaking love it so much okay um i love it okay i'm not gonna say. tell you anything because i know you want to read it too and i think we're gonna incorporate it maybe next year i mean okay. next season right i don't know uh but my, my hit list goes in in this order i'll be reading house of the cerulean sea then after that i will be reading remarkably by creatures yeah remarkably by creatures um then some else and then i'll be reading um uh, assassin's blade okay so that's that's my little order of hopefuls there and if i can get anything else in i will try but i think that's a solid list yeah for the next definitely. couple of weeks 
Yeah. And um, there's a lot of books in there that I've just been putting off that I've been dying to read. So House yeah. of Resiliency is one of them. And Remarkably Bright Creatures, I've been dying to read since I got my hands on it. So yeah. I've heard amazing things about both books. I have heard really good things about Remarkably Bright Creatures. And I have that on my list as well. But I wasn't planning on reading it yet. I think we actually might have that on our list for season two uh, potential. So maybe that's something we can we work in. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a long book, it seems, also. So, and the, the words were, the font was really big. Yeah. So I think I can, like, get through that pretty pretty fast. But, of course, you know, I was supposed to read uh, Court of Mist and Fury, so I'm going to try to get that in there, too. We'll see. Yeah. Because I was going to read it the other day, guys, okay? Yeah. And this one tells me, I don't know, don't do it, because <laughs> I've been hyping up, but now I don't know. I'm nervous. Well, now oh, I'm nervous. Now I'm afraid that she, now I'm afraid that she's gonna not like it and that I've been hyping it up for her and she's gonna be like, I hated it, and then I'm gonna be sad. So I don't know. I, I wasn't a book slump like you, okay? Mm-hmm. And I lost myself in a marathon of love it or list it. Okay. <laughs> on Home and Garden Network because it was crack, literally. And yeah. I was like, I can't after a while, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. They're literally looking at the same houses. She's literally decorating the same style. I, I need to just yeah start reading again so i picked up the book and i've i've been there ever since yeah Um, but i get like that funk every now and then and i'm like i did read some books to try to get out of my slump well first after i got out of my slump i did finally finish the silent corner which was recommended to me by my dad and i think he was upset not upset but a little sad that i hadn't finished it yet so i finally finished it it was very good you were right and i might finish the series. I think there's five books in that series. And I read, so you might like this book. I don't know. It's called The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy. It has a really cute concept. It's very much, you've got male, but fantasy, kind of like how Divine Rivals was supposed to be in like that concept. The, but I ended up reading it at three. But and Divine ends- Rivals is like that. It is like it. I thought this was much more like it. In fact, there's an entire scene in here that I felt like was word for word from the movie. And I didn't like that. But okay. I liked the the universe and and I, it was more fantasy than Divine Rivals, so I liked that little aspect. And I did read Twisted Love, and don't ask me why, because I knew going into this, it's probably not going to be for me. But I got it in my I head that I, I was like, maybe I'll like it because TikTok. I, every time I go on TikTok, I see people talking about this goddamn book and the series, and I'm like, all right, I gotta try. Also, the male protagonist's name is Alex, so I was like, oh yeah, I can, you know, Alex's right together. I hated it. I hated it. Of course you did. I, I could have told you you would hate a twisted tit. There's no reason why you <laughs> ever read that book. You should have known going into it that it was going to be spice central. It's, it's not you? it's not the spice that bothers me mm-hmm. i can get past spice because I, I could always skip that or i can just i could just get past it if the rest of the book is good i just have a big issue with male characters a treating women like their children and like they need to be protected all the time that's number one number two super like uh you have to cover up don't wear that dress people are looking at you people aren't allowed to like it just bothers Possessive me shit it's super like super possessive but that's to me that's not even possessive that's borderline abusive you know what i mean yeah it's super controlling i just don't like it so it just wasn't for me i guess there's a lot of people out there that are into that it works for them it does not work for me i also don't like the idea of this like really innocent protagonist and this really uh, protective possessive male main character it just bothers me i don't know i don't like it Anyway, that was yeah. all. I'm off myself. No, my soapbox I'm now. never going to read that. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I don't really trust 
a lot of TikTok anymore. Honestly, everything that I'm yeah. like, people are like, you need this, you need to read it. I don't because I've, if I read it and if I quote needed it and went and purchased, mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah. So, you know, like, come on. They're right? very, and, very and also, hit or miss. Everybody that's like holding, I hate to get back into this again, but here we go. Mm-hmm. Everyone that's holding, uh, what's her name? Rebecca Yaros on a pedestal after the next, yeah. last book. Yeah. No, I don't agree. I'm sorry. I just, I, I don't like it. I mean, Doug's reading it now, by oh, the way. Oh, okay. And how far I into it is the he? damn thing. He just got up to, I think, the part with Var- Varish, um, the first scene with Varish. Oh, okay. You know, right. like, uh, yeah, when they're at, at uh, they go over the parapet, it's the first years, and I can't remember. Well, no, with the lightning, I think, where, um, oh, you know, Andarna, she doesn't summon Andarna, so he gets pissed and he brings her up. To oh, death. wow, he got um, far into and- it then, <laughs> or further than yeah, I thought but- he was at, you know, when the dragon scorches third wing no he's past that but he looks at me yesterday he puts the book down and he's like he's like "Mm, this isn't really as good as the first Mm -hmm. one and he's not even there yet i was like "Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm." yeah um he's like it's all right i was like why because you you feel like you're a third wheel in the relationship as alex would say (laughs) basically yeah (laughs) i was like i know but not even in a good way it's not even like fun drama or anything so I was like, listen, you know, hang in there. I was like, you got to read it because it's part of the series. We like the series. I was like, mm-hmm. there are a lot of good parts. There are. There mm-hmm. are like some some exciting scenes that he's mm-hmm. in for with Andorna and such. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, 400 pages could be removed. Just yeah. no. Just be prepared for that. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. So we'll see. Yeah. And he, he was loving the series that he's reading. He took a break from um, jumping the third book. Okay. Yes, he loves the series, uh, but he said that the chapters are so insanely long. They're like mm. over 40 pages, some of them. And he's like, I can't just, I can't do it. He's like, I need a break. I saw a TikTok the other day and somebody was talking. I can't remember what book it was, but she was explaining books that she'll never read and why. And she's like, I will never read this book because it's however many pages it was. It was a very long book. And she's like, and it's six chapters six she's like i don't know if that's for you it's not for me I was, I was like that's absurd. insane i know absurd honestly if it's if i if i'm flipping through and i see more than 10 pages i'm like why yeah what what, what the hell could possibly be this long i don't mind long <laughs> chapters happening? yeah i i mean it doesn't really bother me one way or the other i mean no, six chapters six chapters in like a 600 page book is outrageous there's no reason outrageous. for it yeah I think he he said that in the far, first Fireborn in the series, the first book was I, I think ten chapters or something. Jeez, I just okay. find that, that wild. Yeah. Did you hang your stockings? Did you finish decorating mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I finished decorating actually before Thanksgiving because so I hosted here and I never decorated for fall. So I was like, instead of decorating for fall for three days and then changing it to Christmas, I just put all my Christmas stuff up. And then I did my ornaments, I think, on Black Friday or that Saturday, something like that. And so okay. it's, yeah, it's been all decorated. We didn't put any lights up this year, but we will next year. I need to get new ones. I need to figure out which ones work and which ones don't. And I'd like to get different ones. So I was like, next year, we'll figure out what we're going to get. And then we'll put them up because he was like, we can still put them up. I was like, no, if we're not putting them up like on Black Friday or that weekend, then I'm not putting them up. It To me, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. How about you? Well, I've been asking Doug forever to put up the lights. He finally did it like a few days ago. Okay. Um, and yesterday I he was like falling asleep. I was like, Can you go put the lights on outside? 
it was like nine o'clock. Yeah. He's like, well, I got work. I'm leaving at 1130. I was like, I don't care. I was like, you go put them on right now. What's the point? <laughs> um, He didn't do it. Oh, no, dog. What the hell? So I have got beef <laughs> with dog. No, I won't do it. Um, but we, we were considering we're not going to do it this year because it's too late. The baby loves all the little inflatable things that go up, like the Christmas things. Yeah. So we're going to have to do that next year. Okay. And um, I was looking the other day just out of curiosity, and I seen an inflatable Christmas llama, and I thought of oh, well, cute. Send it to you, and I might still. <laughs> okay. Um, but really friggin' cute, yeah. Christmas llama with presents and stuff. I was Aww. like, Alex needs. This. <laughs> yeah, it sounds adorable. cute. I know, but I want one of those. I can't really find it, but like um, an inflatable snow globe. My snow mm. globe. Collection. I've seen. I've seen those. Yeah, and They're then so the pretty. the snow flies around in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like at night, it'll actually fly around and stuff. I, I love those. Um, So I think that's what I'm going to gravitate towards nice. when I get one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But the baby gets excited when he sees those things. So I'm like, okay, it's yeah, time. It He's excited about decor. <laughs> he Aww. never used to care. Yeah. And he's he older now. Christmas lights. And he'd just be like, well, <laughs> look at the car. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, um, in 2021, but yeah. I took Renly to look at Christmas lights because I think I was still on lockdown with work and I needed to get out of the house. And I was like, Renly, get in the car. We're going to go look at Christmas lights. And he just like slept the whole time. He was still puppy. <laughs> yeah. You went to go look at Christmas lights for yourself. Yeah. And I loved it. I love looking at the Christmas lights. I do it every year. I'm like, I don't care. I like to enjoy the lights. Why is it just for kids? No, it's not just for kids. And better than us, because remember last year I told you that we paid for the Christmas light show at PNC Art Center and never yeah. went. We forgot. What? You forgot about it? Totally forgot. What? <laughs> we paid. It was like $25 per car or something like yeah. that. Um, So we paid the $25, got the ticket. We had until January 1st or something, I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And we kept saying, oh, we'll go next week. Oh, we'll go next week. And then we just completely forgot. <laughs> we just never went. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> we never did it. Wow. I was like, oh, man. And I was like, I'm pretty sure the baby wouldn't have cared anyway. Yeah, maybe this but, year would be better. Well, I said that. And I was like, no, we're not doing it because we won't go. Not again. You're probably right. He's probably right. We won't go. So. Yeah. Let's uh let's get to uh our dramatic reading of Christmas songs because I think that that is right. freaking hilarious. All right. What are we gonna start with? Oh, by the way, I was drinking a tea and I had a Twix bar. We didn't even talk about oh. snacks. Oh, I had a coffee. It had the chocolate Milano in it. It was iced because I was not in the mood for a hot one, and it's gone yeah. now. I finished it. And then I had my dinner, which was a buffalo chicken salad and a roll. <laughs> let's um, let's jump to it, though. The first one on our list is Grandma Got Ran Over by a Rain, because why wouldn't it be? <laughs> <laughs> this song is fucking hilarious. This song is hilarious, and I'm so excited to do a dramatic reading of it. <laughs> Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer, walking home from our house on Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa... We believe. She'd been drinking too much eggnog, and we begged her not to go. But she forgot her medication, and she staggered out the door into the snow. When we found her Christmas morning at the scene of the attack, she had hoof prints on her forehead and incriminating hoof marks on her back. Grandma, she got run over by a reindeer. (laughs) (laughs) Walking home from our house. Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa, 
But as for me and grandpa, we believe. Lord, we believe. Now, we're also proud of grandpa. He's been taking this so well. See him in there watching football, drinking beer and playing cards with cousin Mel. It's not Christmas without grandma. All the family's dressed in black. And we just can't help but wonder, should we open up her gifts or send them back? Send them back. (laughs) Grandma, she got ran over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house. Christmas Eve. You could say there's no such thing as Santa. But as for me and, and grandpappy, we believe. Lord, we believe. Now, the goose is on the table. And the pudding made a fig and a blue and silver candle that would have just matched the hair in grandma's wig. I've warned all my friends and neighbors, better watch out for yourselves. They should never give a license to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves. See, grandma, she got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. But as for me and old grandpapa, we believe. Sing it, grandpa! (laughs) Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. Minding her own business. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. What do you mean there's no such thing as Santa? But as for me and grandpa, we believe. Sing it, grandpa! Oh, as for me and grandpa, we believe in Santa Claus. (laughs) it's so weird i know (laughs) what a weird ass song and now alex's special request (laughs) all i want for christmas is to just get crunk by the dirty boys what you want for christmas what you want huh what do you want for christmas what you want boy all i want for christmas is to get it crunk all i want for christmas is to get it Get it crunk. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? What you want, huh? What you want for Christmas? What you want, boy? All I want for Christmas is to get it drunk. Is to get it crunk. Get it. Get it crunk. All I want for Christmas. 24s are better, y'all. A T-Mobile sidekick. My own Gucci sweater, dog. All I want, some soldieries. And mouthful of tooth. And a fresh black tea, Belvedere on Christmas Day, Cavorcier on Christmas Eve. All I want for Christmas, all I want for Christmas is four-eyed bitch. <laughs> Cranberry, so delicious. <laughs> Gotta get that you don't with that. Chinchilla, all black. St. Nick better call me back. Both places on the wrap. All I want for Christmas is to get it. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is to get it. Get it crunk. Dashing through the snow in a stolen Chevrolet with my broken taillight riding dirty all the way. <laughs> Sipping Hennessy, thinking about my Christmas needs. Bending corners while I'm smoking on them Christmas trees. Dear Santa, I've been very good this year. Can you make them two felonies on my record? disappear. All I want for Christmas is peace in the hood and an old school candy painted Cadillac Fleetwood. Mr. Mr. Santa Claus, can I get a ho 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 with a body like Serena Williams under my mistletoe? All I want for Christmas is to get it. Cronk! 
All I want for Christmas is to get it. Get it. Crunk. My Christmas list ain't that long. So listen up, Santa Claus. Can I be Jay-Z for a day so I can get in <laughs> Beyonce's draws? Or just have Halle Berry call and I swear I'll do it all. I'll do it like Billy Bob Thornton did because I'm working with a monster ball. French made, tight made, and every pair of Jordans Nike ever made. On every radio station, could you get my song played? And is there any kind of way my back child support could get paid? All I want for Christmas is to get it crunk. All I want for Christmas is to get it, get it crunk. All I want for Christmas is to kick it with them dirty boys, moaning, groaning, playing with my naughty toys. Happy holidays to all my girls up in here. Have a Merry Christmas and a crunk new year. All I want for Christmas is to get it crunk. All is to get it crunk. Get it, get it crunk. All I want for Christmas is to get it crunk. All I want for Christmas is to get it, get it crunk. Ah, a real classic right there. (laughs) Next one is a special request by moi. Santa Tell Me by Ariana Big, a.k.a. the Grande. Santa, tell me if you're really there. Don't make me fall in love again if he won't be here next year. Santa, tell me if he really cares, because I can't give it all away. If he won't be here next year. Feeling Christmas all around, and I'm trying to play it cool. But it's hard to focus when I see him walking across the room. Let it snow is blasting out, but I won't get in the mood. I'm avoiding every mistletoe until I know. It's true love that he thinks of. So next Christmas, I'm not all alone. Boy. Santa, tell me if you're really there. Don't make me fall in love again. If he won't be here next year, Santa, tell me if he really cares, because I can't give it all away if he won't be here next year. I've been down this road before, fell in love on Christmas night, ooh, babe, but on New Year's Day, I woke up and he wasn't by my side. Now I need someone to hold, be my fire in the cold, yeah, yeah, but it's hard to tell if this is just a fling. Or if it's true love that he thinks of. So next Christmas, I'm not all alone, babe. Santa, tell me, if you're really there, don't make me fall in love again. If he won't be here next year. Santa, tell me if he really cares. Because I can't give it all away if he won't be here next year. Oh, I want to have him beside me like, oh, oh, oh. On the 25th by that fireplace. Oh, oh, oh. But I don't want a new broken heart. This year I've got to be smart. Oh, oh, baby. Santa, tell me, Santa, tell me. If he will be. If he will be here. Santa, tell me, Santa, tell me. Oh, oh, oh. Santa, tell me if you're really there. Santa, tell me, because I really care. Don't make me fall in love again. If he won't be here next year, Santa, tell me if he really cares. Tell me, tell me, boy, because I can't give it all away if he won't be here next year. Santa, tell me if you're really there. Tell me, tell me, baby. (laughs) Don't make me fall in love again. 
if he won't be here next year, if he won't be, if he won't be here, <laughs> Santa, <laughs> tell me if he really cares. Tell me, do you care? Because <laughs> I can't give it all away. If he won't be here next year. <laughs> oh, you're just getting more dramatic. <laughs> I never I never heard this song. I have to listen to it. It's my, my Christmas playlist. <laughs> You have to add it. It's so good. It sounds nothing like this. I assumed right. it wouldn't. <laughs> Let's ruin Mariah Carey all I want for Christmas this year. Okay. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. Yeah. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing I need. And I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I don't need to hang my stocking there upon the fireplace. Santa Claus won't make me happy with a toy on Christmas Day. I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. You, baby. Oh, I won't ask for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. And I, I'm just going to keep on waiting underneath that mistletoe. I won't make a list and send it to the North Pole for St. Nick. I won't even stay awake to hear those magic reindeer click. Because I just want you here tonight. Holding on to me so tight. What more can I do? Oh, baby. All I want. For Christmas is you. You, baby. Oh, oh. All the lights are shining so brightly everywhere. So brightly, baby. And the sound of children's laughter fills the air. Oh, oh, yeah. And everyone is singing. Oh, yeah. I hear those sleigh bells ringing. Santa, won't you bring me the only one I really need? Yeah, oh. Won't you please bring my baby to me? Oh, I don't want a lot for Christmas. This is all I'm asking for. I just want to see my baby standing right outside my door. Oh, I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. Oh, baby, all I want for Christmas is you. You, baby. All I want for Christmas is you, baby. All I want for Christmas is you, baby. All I want for Christmas is you, baby. All I want for Christmas, all I really want is you, baby. All I want, want for Christmas, all I want, really want is you, baby. So after dramatically reading these lyrics, I feel like Maybe a little stalker vibes. Right? A little bit. I don't know. A little stalker. Speaking of which, he has Doug's special requests. And you want to talk about stalker, uh, maybe rapist vibes. Let's get into this. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. But uh, baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been... Hoping that you drop in. Uh, So very nice. Oh, hold your hands. They're just like ice. Uh, My mother will start to worry. 
Beautiful, what's your hurry? My father, he'll be pacing the floor. Listen to that fireplace roar. So, really, I, I'd better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Uh, maybe just a half a drink more? I'll put some records on while I pour. Uh, the neighbors might think, uh... Baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this drink? No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Uh, Your eyes are like starlight now. Uh, to break the spell. Oh. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. I ought to say no, 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 sir. You mind if I'm moving closer? At least I'm going to say that I tried. What's the sense in hurting my pride, bitch? I really can't stay. Baby, don't hold it out. Oh, baby, it's cold outside. Uh, you're very pushy, you know? <laughs> I'd like to think of it as opportunistic. I simply must go. Baby, it's fucking cold. <laughs> the answer is no. But baby, it's cold outside. The welcome has been... How lucky that you dropped in. Uh, so nice and warm. Look out the window at that storm! Uh, my sister will be suspicious. Gosh, your lips look delicious. Ugh, my brother, he'll be there at the door. Waves upon a tropical shore. What? My maiden aunt's mind is vicious. Who the fuck is she? <laughs> my maiden aunt. Gosh, your lips are delicious. Oh, man. Maybe just a cigarette more. Never such a blizzard before. I've uh, got to get home. Baby, you'll freeze out there. Say, lend me your comb. It's up to your knees out there. <laughs> you <laughs> really, you've been grand. I thrill when I touch your hand. Oh, but don't you see? How can you do this thing to me? Oh, there's bound to be talk tomorrow. Of my lifelong sorrow. At least there'll be plenty implied. Yeah, if you got pneumonia and died. I, I, I really can't stay. Get over that holdout. Baby, it's cold. Yeah, baby, it's cold outside. That's literally what I've been saying the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fine. Just another drink. Oh, that took a lot of convincing. This song is disgustingly <laughs> ick. Super disturbing. Ick. <laughs> all right, she doesn't want you, bro. <laughs> over it. You're a mean one. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel. Mr. Grinch, you're a bad banana. Mr. Grinch, with the greasy black peel. You're a vile one. You got termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. You're a foul one. Friends, you don't have none. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. You're a monster. Your heart's an empty hole. You're a goner. You got garlic in your soul. All them smiles, homie. I turn up the frown. All them decorations, I tear them down. You can ask Max. I don't play around. Ayo, ew! 
Who is this mean fellow with his skin all green and his teeth all yellow? Ew! What are you so mad for? Halloween come around and we ain't knocking at your door, Maine. The Grinch, you're a bad banana. You're going to spoil everybody with your bad attitude. Spoil everybody. Mr. Grinch, la, 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 la. Who is this mean fellow with his skin all green and his teeth all yellow? La, 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 la. What you so mad for? Halloween come around and we ain't knocking on your door. La, la. Oh, bad banana. Bad banana. What is this? <laughs> 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 I hate to hear this. Oh my god, it's hilarious. <laughs> All we did was Google, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. All right, and Google gave us this. So this oh my gem. God. This gem of lyrics here. Oh my god. Song by Tyler the Creator is being downloaded tomorrow. Immediately being added to my Christmas playlist. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, there's no way. (laughs) It's just not there before. Wow. All right. And then lastly. Okay. You haven't had enough Christmas music. I know. (laughs) We have Happy Holiday slash The Holiday Season. By Andy Williams. I'm pretty sure this is true to uh, to what it really is. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday to you. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. <laughs> Hold on because Alex killed me. It's the holiday season. And Santa Claus is coming round. The Christmas snow is white on the ground. When old Santa gets into town, he'll be coming down the chimney down. He'll be coming down the chimney down. It's the holiday season, for Santa Claus has got a toy. For every good girl and good little boy, Santa's a great big bundle of joy. When he's coming down the chimney, down. When he's coming down the chimney, down. He'll have a big fat pack upon his back. And lots of goodies for you and for me. So leave a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick hanging on the Christmas tree. (laughs) It's the holiday season. The holiday season. So whoop de doo and dickory duck. And don't forget to hang up your sock. Cause just exactly at 12 o'clock, he'll be coming down the chimney down. He'll be coming down the chimney down. He'll have a big fat pack upon his back and lots of goodies. For you and for me. So leave a peppermint stick for old St. Nick hanging on the Christmas tree. It's the holiday season. The holiday season. So hoop de doo and dickory duck. And don't forget to hang up your sock. Because just exactly at 12 o'clock, he'll be coming down the chimney. Coming down the chimney. Coming down the chimney down happy holiday happy holiday happy holiday <laughs> wow the merry bells 
Keep bringing happy holidays to you. <laughs> that one was surprisingly fun. <laughs> we have to do this one. I'm sorry. We have to. We have to do the beach. What is this little movie. Saint Nick? Okay. We must do it. All right. This, this is it, though. This is it. Oh, Merry Christmas, Saint Nick. Christmas comes this time each year. Oh, well, way up north where the air gets cold, there's a tale about Christmas that you've all been told. And a real famous cat all dressed up in red. He spends the whole year working out on his sled. It's the Little Saint Nick. Little Saint Nick. It's the Little Saint Nick. Little Saint Nick. And just a little bobsled we call the Old Saint Nick. But we'll walk a top gun with a four-speed stick. She's Candy Apple Red with her ski for a wheel. And when Shanna hits the gas, man, just watch her peel. <laughs> it's the Little Saint Nick. Little Saint Nick! It's the Little Saint Nick. Little Saint Nick! Run, run, reindeer. Run, run, reindeer. Whoa. Run, run. Whoa. Run, run, reindeer. Run, run, reindeer. He don't miss no one. And hauling through the snow at a frightening speed with a half a dozen deer with Rudy to lead. He's got to wear his goggles because the snow really flies and he's cruising every path with a little surprise. It's the little Saint Nick. Little Saint Nick. It's the little Saint Nick. Little Saint Nick. Oh, Merry Christmas, Saint Nick. Christmas comes this time each year. Oh, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Saint Nick. Uh, Christmas comes this time each year. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, Saint Nick. Christmas comes this time each year. That was my favorite one, I think. <laughs> oh, I can't. I, little, this is always gonna be little saint nick for me for now on <laughs> i'm always when they're like it's the little saint nick i'm gonna expect alex to be like little saint nick. i can't oh little saint nick i'm just gonna send that to you at random i'm just gonna send you voice memos at random throughout the day just me going little saint nick oh my throat hurts so dramatic reading of christmas songs ruining your favorites one at a time uh or, yeah. or improving them i don't know i don't know but just remember books of cooks will do it for you whether it's an improvement or an absolute dumpster fire of your favorite christmas song we got it here Ooh, merry christmas christmas comes this time each year to keep in line with the theme of christmas do you want to give a christmas cookie recipe sure. <laughs> maybe not maybe not in those voices 
you know what? Maybe in those voices, actually. <laughs> That's different. That's new. <laughs> All right. That would be funny. Well, since we're about booking and cooking, um, <laughs> cooking, yeah. <laughs> Here's a Christmas cookie recipe for you. <laughs> Alex, what do you have for everyone? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, wow, we have a guest. Also, oh. it, it hurts my throat. Matthew McConaughey. I have to go in the field tomorrow. I'm not even going to be able to talk. I'm going to be like, hello, my I name know. is Alex. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, tomorrow I'm going to be like, can you please bring your food in the kitchen? <laughs> Take your oh. socks and shoes off. I can't. Oh, it's my making goodness. it worse. It's making it worse. Yeah, I know. But, all right. Well. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Today. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, I have a recipe for some butter cookies. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> All right. So what you're going to, this is a super easy recipe for anybody that likes to make really cute cookies, but they don't like all the hassle. It's super easy. It's super fun. You're going to need one cup of butter, one cup of sugar, one egg, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, two and two, three quarter cups, all purpose flour, and a quarter teaspoon of salt for step one. You're going to beat the butter and sugar together in a bowl. I did forget to mention, actually, I got this recipe from allrecipes.com. You're going to beat the butter and sugar together in a large bowl. You're going to use an electric mixer if you can. If not, you can use a hand mixer. It'll be fine. And you're going to beat it until it's light and fluffy. Then you're going to beat in the egg. Then stir in the vanilla. Then you're going to combine the flour and salt in a separate bowl. Add that to the butter mixture and mix it all together to form a dough. You're going to cover the dough with some plastic wrap and chill it for at least an hour. And then you can preheat your oven to 400 degrees once that hour is up. And you're going to chill two cookie sheets. You don't really need to do the chilling. I've never done that. You, you can. I've personally never done it and they've always been perfectly fine. Then you can use a cookie press. So you take the dough and you just take, I don't know, maybe a handful of it at a time. If you're using a cookie press, you'll be able to see how much can fit in. You stick it into the tube and then you can use the little attachments to make little shapes. I personally like to do little wreaths and snowflakes and there's some other designs that I'm blanking on now. Oh, there's little Christmas trees. And if you want to, you can use food coloring. So sometimes I do this, I like to make the trees green. If I don't want to use food coloring, I'll use little sprinkles or something at the end. Also very cute in my opinion. And then you put the sheets in the preheated oven and you'll cook them very, they cook very quick. So maybe eight to 10 minutes. If that you're going to want to, you want to just keep an eye on them. They should be like lightly golden on the edges and then just transfer them to a rack, a wire rack to cool. And you'll have some really adorable and delicious butter cookies for the holidays. They make great gifts. Very nice. And they are delicious. Very yeah. delish. I'm just going to say a, a really quick thing that you could do if you don't feel like baking or if you don't, you know, you're tired and you wrapped a lot of gifts or, you know, you've gotten into a fight with some elf and you just want to make something fast. Uh, everyone loves Oreos. You can't go wrong. Okay. And everybody loves chocolate. All right. So all you need to do is take, I don't know. Take like 20 to 25 Oreos or more, depending on your preference. Put them in a baggie and just 
to steal Alex's term, beat it. Uh, take that bag and beat it up, literally. You can take a wine bottle. You can take, I don't care, anything that's, you know, hard. That's what she said. <laughs> and just, Not anything that's hard. <laughs> Wait, and then just hit that bag. Also what she said. All right. So you take the Ziploc bag, you beat it up until you get like crumbs. Okay. And you want some, some slightly bigger pieces in there will be fine. You take that and... Make sure you have a, a block of cream cheese that's been sitting out for a while. Make sure it's room temperature. You can do the microwave method where you put it in there. Make sure it's not in the aluminum because it will go on fire. But if you want, leave it out. I usually leave it out all day. I feel like nothing makes it taste right or act right, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, unless you have it actually sitting out all day. And it's easy to do. You wake up in the morning, you leave it out for a couple hours. And throw the uh, cream cheese in there. Mix it up with like a hand mixer until it gets nice and creamy. And then throw your Oreos in there and with a like rubber spatula, just mix that together. I would throw a little vanilla in there too. You could do vanilla extract. You could do almond extract. Uh, if you want to make it sweeter, you could do that. That's up to you, but you don't need to do that <clears throat> because there's going to be chocolate. It'll be sweet enough. Um, so you mix that together. You roll them together into like little balls or so. You might want to refrigerate it for a little bit. Maybe refrigerate it for like an hour so it gets a little like harder, you know, and then you just make them into little balls. That's what she said. <laughs> Which then I would also either freeze for 10 minutes or refrigerate for a couple hours. Once they're hard enough, uh, take a little bit of, my preference would be dark chocolate, but you could use chocolate of choice. Dark chocolate, I would throw a little bit of coconut oil in there, just like some kind of a fat, you know, maybe even like a little bit of butter, like a tablespoon, and then throw it into the microwave for like a minute, 15, you know, mix it. You could even do it a little bit less depending on how much chocolate you put in. And if you don't have any of those things, you want to use like a little oil, you could do that too. Just you want to thin out with a little bit of fat. You want to thin out that chocolate so that it melts nice and easy. And then you dip those frozen bowls into that and you have some kind of delicious delight. You can even sprinkle some more Oreos crushed on top. You could put sprinkles. You could put um, a different type of chocolate that you can drizzle on top of that. And you don't have to fill these with Oreos if that's not your thing. You could also use, I don't know, brownie dough, cookie dough. You want to get exciting? Do whatever you want. Just make sure if you do make a cookie dough or a brownie dough, if you're using flour, best thing to do, I like to put my flour in jars. It's just a little tip. I like to put my uh, flour in jars. So when I get it, I'll pour it into like a, a baking sheet, my flour or some kind of like, you know, like a brownie pan um, and I'll bake it. You could bake it at like 400, at 350, whatever you want to do and just keep it in there for like 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever. It kills off the bacteria or anything that's in there. So if you're going to make something with a dough, like some kind of dough, you could eat it at will afterwards because there's no worries about bacteria. I love those. <laughs> <laughs> They're one of my favorite things. <laughs> All right. So All right. we have some reviews for you guys as we do. We read Tis the Season for Revenge. All right, Jess, what's your one-star review? All right, I'm going to dramatically read this as well, I feel like. Okay. All right, so this is the Tis the Season uh, for Revenge one-star that I picked up, and I love it. Also, I got to give a shout-out to the creator here on Goodreads, Hannah B. You're my people. My body rejected this book like that scene from Alien. This read like Tessa Bailey books, which I loathe entirely. So safe to say, it was just, like, not for me. The writing style, the hero, the heroine, the words used, I've never really experienced the ick quicker than I did with Damien. But then again, Abigail tried her hardest to get me to tap out. I nearly DNF'd at 32%. 
but people don't like when someone DNFs and writes a review. So here we are. In terms of writing style, it just, it felt like a lot. It took 18% for them to meet. And then when he finally said, hi, she went on an inner monologue for five pages. And then she was like, oh, hi. You know, she did this a lot. Accurate. <laughs> yeah. For your displeasure, I compiled some of my ick words, including the number of times I read them. Not numbered. The number, the amount of times I nearly broke down in tears. Exclamation point. I can't search the exact number of exclamation points, but good God. Yeah. Uh, 113 times of those 31 are yeah the question mark when he wants to articulate a thought it's all that man says somebody get him a thesaurus and somebody get me the iodine yeah so accurate <laughs> it really is and it annoyed me when they talk like that because it's supposed to be from new york and yeah. nobody ever in new york is like oh hey there yeah no, <laughs> no tell me you're from canada and not new york okay without telling me Baby, the word baby, 66 times. Yes, he called her baby 66 times, including at least three times on the first date. My personal hell. He also likes country music, so maybe this was a clever homage to the Cars classic, Route 66. Christmas, the word Christmas 50 times. Well mentioned half a hundred times. This book was very much not holiday vibes. She just wanted to go to a holiday party that happened at the end of the book. The word honey, 15 times, which she called him on the first date. Good God, this was nearly as bad as baby. Good girl, 13 times, 10 too many for one book because it loses all impact. The word gurgle, surprisingly, two times. Well, gurgle just isn't a sexy word. And that coupled with all the babies? Hmm, I don't like. Fuck of a, that was one time. Well, he found the thesaurus. And then birthed this monster. <laughs> uh, quote, Reese Witherspoon and Luce Wilson, Luke Wilson, one time, leave them out of this. And a partridge in a pear tree. Half a star out of five. 3.75 chilies for spice out of five. Note, the language noted above made me hate the sex scenes, of which there are many. Note, a conversation involving STIs used the word clean. Yeah, I like that review. That was a good review. Also, that tells you everything you need to know about this book. Yeah, yeah. What you got, Alex? All right. Well, this was a really, really long review, so I'm only going to read a portion of it. This person, while rated one star on Goodreads, actually said that they gave it zero stars. And they said, apparently, tis the season for me to read garbage books with cute covers. Accurate. Tis the season for revenge is definitely the worst one, though. Really, it fucking sucks. <laughs> it's a cheap, legally blonde ripoff with terrible characters and unrealistic as hell love story and the promised revenge that is just not there. The only thing this book has going for it is the smut. And that's so not enough to, to not make me regret wasting seven hours of my life on this bullshit. But the worst thing is 100% the characters. Richard, the ex-boyfriend, is the worst guy you will ever encounter in a book. Like seriously, Forget Lord Voldemort, Sauron, Dracula, and all those other losers. He treats Abby like his employee slash sex slave, cheats on her, fat shames, is misogynistic as hell, not to mention he is a snob who feels like he is so much better than literally anyone else, and do I really need to say more? He made Abby pretend to be his fucking secretary in public for fuck's sake. And then there's a picture of Reese Witherspoon from Legally Blonde going like, oh... Also accurate. accurate. Accurate as hell. I couldn't agree more with this reviewer. Accurate. Yes. <laughs> All right. So for the five stars, what do you got first, Alex? 
All right. So this person said, what an adorable, fun, and spicy read. Honestly, this is another amazingly perfect holiday romance book. And then there's a bunch of emojis of Christmas trees, snowmen, snowflakes, and hugs. The hug emoji for some reason. So what do you do when your boyfriend of four years breaks up with you because you're not marriage material? You get revenge! Laugh emoji. However, what Abby does not expect is for Damien to be absolutely everything a woman would die for in a man. He is my new book boyfriend. Lots of exclamation marks, heart emoji. I cannot recommend this book enough. Exclamations. All the emotions, exclamations. The ending was just perfection, exclamations, and then six stars. No, five. Excuse me while I go vomit. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Not for me. Don't agree. Yeah, but this person does because I have a five-star review and the person starts out screaming in all caps, so fucking good. (laughs) This book literally got me out of my book slump. Girl, why? How? Uh, I wish every man was a Damien. I don't. The mouth on this man, plus the way he was so attentive and cared for Abigail, made my heart skip a beat. I also love how the author kept you hooked from the beginning and didn't prolong their fall in love. Can't recommend this book enough. Read, read, read. (laughs) Okay, no, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, skip, skip, skip. Yeah, (laughs) actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. To be be fair, I mean, we're not really like the smutties, you know, I, I get it. You know, it's like, oh, the smut scenes are so good, but who cares about the story? Bro, I care about the story. The smut but, doesn't matter if the story is bad, you know, in my opinion. I, I mean, we're going to get into it. We might as well just start here and yeah. there. But like, in, in in a way, you know, the first six chapters, I think I told you, were, were, weren't terrible. I was like, all right, you know, this is definitely a, a Legally Blonde ripoff. I was like, but I do like Legally Blonde. So maybe in a Christmas sense, I'll love it. And then mm. all of a sudden it just flew into, I want what's mine. Give me what's mine. And I was like, ew, mm. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't want this. Yeah, I told Alex too. And I was like, when you start reading it, I was like, just, you know, skip like the seventh chapter or the sixth chapter or whatever it was. Because it, it ruined it for me. I didn't like him after that. I was like, ick. No, thank you. I don't know. I did not like this book. And I'll tell you, I didn't really care for the main character. She was all right. She was fine. She was dumb as hell. I didn't get her relationship with Richard. It made no sense to me. I was like, this would be more interesting if he was a more complex character, if there was any redeemable quality about him. But instead I was like, you spent four years with a man who literally never took you out anywhere and never did anything for you. And then we're introduced to the male main character, Damien. And honestly, he was the most boring character alive up there with Atlas for me. He was so perfect in quotations. And I just didn't get it because literally this girl is on the first date with him. They're already, like that reviewer said, on the first date, they're calling each other baby and honey. And that is super ick for me. This was Mm -hmm. super insta-lovey, which is not my thing. I don't like that trope. Also, it wasn't really insta-love. It was insta-lust because they both just were like, ooh, this person's hot. And then they wanted to have sex, which fine. But then after that, he's like, she's my soulmate. What? And (laughs) on top of that, she's like amazed by this man. He's so wonderful. These reviewers, he's so wonderful because he bought the girl a fucking hot chocolate. <laughs> like literally on the first date, she's like, oh my God, he paid for my hot chocolate. Hot chocolate's like 50 cents, bro. That's number one. Number two, he makes a lot of money. Somehow as a lawyer doing family law, how? He started the company. Come on, shut with up. Someone's, with someone's grandpa. It doesn't make sense. The whole plot, 
didn't make sense. And I'll tell you why. She breaks up. This guy breaks up with her on Halloween. He's mad at her for wearing a costume. Okay, that's number one. A, he, a bunny he, costume. Mind you. Whatever. She's wearing a costume. It's irrelevant. I get right. it. It's fr- but it, it's it's only a bunny costume because it was a reference to legally blondes. That's the only reason. Of course. But he he she he picks her up to go to this holiday party or whatever it is. And then he breaks up with her in the car because she dressed up in a Halloween costume. And I was like, that makes no fucking sense, dude. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. Number two, her revenge is that she's gonna sleep with his boss. Why? How is that revenge? What, how is it revenge? What do you, what, it, how, how does that affect him at all? Why does he care? Then she like immediately falls in love with this guy. She, she thinks he's a jerk because her douchebag of an ex, an ex boyfriend always told her he was a jerk. I was like, but you didn't think he was a jerk. So I don't know. I don't know. How do you trust anything he says? I don't get it. But then the plan just didn't make sense. The whole time she's like, I'm just dating him so I can go to this Christmas party and see my ex. And what's that supposed to do? What is that supposed to do? How is it revenge? I don't get it. Then the whole thing with, you know, the sex scenes, I personally didn't think they were as bad as I was prepped for. And I think that's partially only because I read the Haunting Adeline series and Hooked and I've been traumatized. So as long as it's, as long as it's not that bad. Yeah, Hooked too. But if it's not that bad. Does he sleep with Peter Pan or something? I can get into this if you want no, me to get into no, it. No, no, okay. no, no, no. I don't think I want to know. No, you don't. You don't. Trust me, don't read it. You'll hate it. And you'll be traumatized mm-hmm. by it. But I was expecting that level. And this wasn't really that. I didn't even think it was really possessive. He wasn't abusive. I mean, he was very attentive to her needs. There were a few cringe as hell lines where he was like, oh, you're mine. Okay, this brings me to my next point, though. My next point is they meet up. She's like, I'm going to date him for revenge. And he's like, I just want something casual. And they're immediately not casual. Immediately. Also, not only is he like, I just want to be casual, but neither one of us can date anyone else. So we're going to be exclusively casual. Yeah. He's like, I want to be casual. And then in the next sentence, he's like, I don't share. Yeah. It It made no sense. And then they immediately start acting like they're in a relationship but then they're like oh but i'm only in this for revenge and oh i'm i'm only in this because it's casual and then the one part of the book i did like which was the result of my rating not being a one was there was this really nice scene after their first date for some reason where he brings a client of his who's trying to get a restraining order from her abusive husband and he takes her to her her makeup place and she does her makeup and it makes her feel great but there's actually a really nice conversation that i thought was really not not only impactful but also really accurate and beneficial to anybody that might be in a situation like that talking about how some women don't like to leave abusive relationships because they're worried about the kids going through a divorce and custody battles but by staying in those relationships you're also sending the message that it's acceptable behavior for a man to treat you this way and the main character female main character tells this woman you know my my parents were in a similar situation my mother wasn't as strong as you and her mother uh, this woman asks her something along the lines of you know how did you turn out and she just says something along the lines of you know i wish she had been as strong as you i wish she would have left i thought it was really nice i really liked that it was the only time i was engaged in the book aside from that i hated it i'm done <laughs> off my soapbox again rant rant, rant over. over rant over uh well, this person embodies how I feel, too. I looked for a two-star because this is what I gave the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says the FMC female main character was annoying. I don't even remember her name. <laughs> Abigail. Uh, Damien was meh. Agreed. 
I skipped all the smut scenes. I didn't really care. Agreed. Richard sucks. Agreed. Also, I need her to grovel. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. But I will say but, this the, throughout the whole book, there's this whole thing of I'm only dating him for revenge. And then when he finally finds out there was no real conflict, it was just kind of like, okay, that's cool, I guess. Let's I was move never fo- leaving you, baby. Let's yeah. move forward and date for three years and then get engaged, even though we said we were going to get engaged in four years. I don't know. It was stupid. I didn't like it. I mean, she I thought- annoyed the shit out of me, okay? You want to you make you want to make a Christmas smut book and base it off of one of my favorite movies of all time, Legally Blonde? Go for it, okay? However, uh, Elle Woods was a badass bitch, okay? She was secure as shit. She knew she didn't like orange. She knew pink was better. And that was her thing, okay? If you're going to take a female character that's going to be based off of her, don't make her this, like, I don't know my worth. Am I great? I don't know. Mm. A person that conforms to men. Because that's not what Elle Woods would have done. I didn't like that. So yeah. that was my one shtick that annoyed the shit out of me and that I was like, eh. Mm. Yeah. I see where the inspo came from, but you completely destroyed her character. I mean, Elle Woods is, is the be- is, she's the shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she literally like she breaks down barriers. People think she's a dumb blonde and she's not one. Yeah. Um, she proves that she is she knows her worth and her value and, and she goes out there and she she annihilates these people. Yeah. Um, and I love that. And in this one, she's like, oh, I'm going to make it about le- like le- like legally blonde, but I'm going to make her a dumb blonde. And I didn't love that. Yeah. The, I mean, the characters were super flat in this and they only served the plot. Even the character development was very evident from the beginning where you have Richard berating her for being a makeup artist and liking the color pink as if like these things are so negative, right? Yeah. And then, you know, by the end of the novel, she embraces her love for pink and Damien loves that she loves pink and he gets annoyed when she doesn't want, she she chooses to tone it down and he loves that she does makeup and she helps be, and it's just like, this is obvious. This is corny. He's it's so cringe. Wonderful. It was so cringe. He was not so wonderful. He was boring as hell. He's one of the most boring male main characters I've ever seen, or I'm sorry, ever read. And I actually thought there was a, a plot hole because I am fairly confident that at one point early in the book, he Damien is speaking with Richard who they work at the same law firm and he tells him something along the lines of oh aren't you dating that hot blonde something along those lines suggesting that he knew who she was and then they go on a date and he never knows who she is never knew that she was dating Richard and I thought it would have been more interesting if he did know and then they were kind of playing each other for some purpose and then by the end ended up falling in love I thought that would have been more interesting to read Mm, versus him just being like what you dated him why didn't you tell me you could tell me i still love you let's go back in i was never leaving it was boring there yeah, was no needed, real tension or conflict we needed legally blondes in your case meeting like you know how to lose a guy in 10 days yeah yeah that would have been cool in my book i just i just didn't like the, i didn't like the writing of this book either no it was and I, didn't, I didn't like the whole like you know oh uh you know uh, I like everything he likes and, you know, I want to do everything he wants to do. And I, I practice being this perfect girl because men like girls that are stupid. That's not true. It's yeah. Bullshit. I also have a big problem where when authors suggest that a woman's worth is discovered by another man, you know what I mean? So she breaks up with this total douchebag and she only finds her worth because she starts dating another man 
who is the opposite of this guy. Why couldn't right. she find her worth at just being an independent badass bitch? Once again, would have been more interesting. Once again, that's what happens in Legally Blonde. She discovers her worth. She embraces her intelligence. She uses it for good. She finds love along the way, it's suggested, but it's not the focal point for her character development. And I don't like that idea. It's very damsel, like needing a man to save you. Yeah. And without him, she would have continued on this spiral of self-hate i just don't like that message especially right. for young girls also the message of oh don't be a lowly makeup artist like what's yeah. up with that right yeah. oh if you're gonna be a lowly makeup artist make sure you go after a billionaire who started a company like fuck you yeah <laughs> no that's not a good message either no. okay and that's ridiculous i didn't like that whole vibe at all it really annoyed me and i think that's an honorable profession you know, and a lot of women are friggin' artists, literal artists. You got to friggin' things that they could do that yeah. not many people can. It's 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 impressive, not yeah. for nothing. And I think that it was super downplayed in this book, and that annoyed me as well. Yeah, so, you know, and I just got to say, uh, you know, bottom line, if you're looking for Christmas meets Legally Blonde, this isn't it. Also, I do <laughs> agree with that reviewer that said this wasn't very Christmassy because it's not. It's no, not Christmassy not. at all. Yeah, it's not. It's like. Hi, I could be your perfect girl who's just like this slave slut. No, yeah. no, that's not how it really is in, in life. And I just think that this Morgan Elizabeth person doesn't know how to write a good woman. Mm. And I'm frustrated by it. I hated it. I would have DNF'd it as well, like you said. Yeah. I wanted to DNF it after chapter six. Told you that. Yeah, I definitely would have DNF'd it had we not been planning to release this episode reviewing it. I was hoping, like, I didn't expect it to be a great book. You know, it's a holiday romance. It should be yeah. fun, though. It should have been fun to read. It should have been cute to read. I should have been, it, it should have been just enjoyable. And it wasn't. I just didn't like it. I didn't find it fun. It wasn't funny. It wasn't romantic. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, the insta love was too much for me. And I just didn't like the characters. It was just, it, to me, it was just boring. It was a very boring book. I don't know. I didn't like it. I gave it, if you want to know my rating, it would be 2.5 golden scoops. And that's solely based on the fact that I did appreciate that message that was randomly thrown into this book, which I felt was on point and very good. Aside from that, I would have given it a one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's the only reason I rated it as I did. I don't know. I mean, I'm sitting here ranting and I'm telling you all the things that I really was disgusted by and didn't like, and I'm questioning my two. I don't yeah. know. But there's people who love this shit. You know, there's people who will love this book and, and swear by it and tell you that it's, you know, the best Christmas book ever written. And uh -uh. Well, would you would you have liked it if the the sexy scenes weren't in it? No, because I didn't like okay. the way that she talked about herself. I didn't yeah. like, you know, the fact that she was so insecure. Mm -hmm. It just, you know, it didn't seem realistic to me. I don't know. Yeah. And I know there are people insecure out there. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it was a little much. It was over the top. Yeah. Well, to... To contrast this idea of an insecure, meek woman as a protagonist, I don't mind that if it's done right, if it's done well. And if you read Good Elf Gone Wrong, the main character in that, I have some slight issues with that book, but it is such a fun read. But the main character is very meek. She's like, she's literally described in the book as a doormat. People just treat her like crap and she still does everything for them. And it was a little frustrating at times, but it also was such a funny and fun book that it it felt right. I was like, okay, it's a little caricature, but it felt like watching 
a romantic comedy on TV where you're like, this is unrealistic, but I love it. Yeah. It felt like that, you know? Yeah. I'm and excited to read that one. It gets super smutty. It's a little vulgar. And I didn't like this idea of a virginal main character in her late 20s. I don't enjoy that. But She was a virgin in her mid-20s? Yeah, she was saving herself for marriage, but then she doesn't. And <laughs> But... Uh, but it's so much fun. I literally was laughing out loud. There's a hilarious grandma that is just my spirit animal, Grandma Murray. And she has a pug named Pugnog. And it's so Christmassy. Also, she loves to bake Christmas cookies and just to bake and cook in general. So it just felt very appropriate for Books with Cooks. I think I think you'll like it if you skip some of the, the smutty stuff because it does get a little... I would give... Honestly, if I was rating on like a, a spicy scale, it's a five out of five to me. Oh, I would, I fly past this, this section yeah. anyway. They're a That's little fine. much for me. All I need is yeah. just, you know, a couple paragraphs or something, you know, like we had sex and he held me after and it was great. That's all I need. I don't yeah. care about everything else. If you're going to throw in there all the, this crazy ass things he said to you on a first date after he was such a nice guy. And then all of a sudden he's telling you, I want what's mine, baby. That's creepy no. to me. It's the creepy. The dirty talk in both these books, Good Elf Horny. and also Horny. Tis, it's super cringe. Yeah. It's super cringe. Who likes, who likes this shit? I don't know. I don't know. Fans. There's def- many people do. I don't know. There's definitely a few points. And I get it. You're right. There are people that do like this. It's not for me. If there was a man saying some of this stuff to me, I would probably laugh a little bit. Run away. And also girl. be like, shut up. <laughs> but it, it at least makes more sense in Good Elf Gone Wrong. It's about like a bad boy with the good girl. In Tis the Season, it didn't really make sense when he became like, you're mine. No one can share you because he's supposed to be this great guy. This one is supposed to be casual, bro. And the, yeah. And then out of nowhere, he's just like, you're mine. It just like it, it was inconsistent in the character development. It definitely felt like it was just thrown in there because she thought that's what people wanted. You know, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say on that. <laughs> But on a more wholesome note, Snowden was a super cute book. It's not very nice. spicy. It's very wholesome. I loved the characters in that book. I thought Megan was adorable, and I really liked the male protagonist as well. And I cannot Christian. Christian, That's I right. loved him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really liked the characters a lot, and the side yeah. characters I liked too. Even the yeah. ones that you know she had to kind of beef with because basically it starts off like a runaway bride situation where she yeah. runs away, uh, and then obviously the people she wants to go- she goes back to her hometown. People are you know kind of like holding it against her uh, and she has to deal with obstacles i thought it was cute it had really yeah. great storyline the only thing that i didn't love it's called snowed in they weren't really snowed in until like page 200 yeah yeah it's true <laughs> I, I was like where are they being snowed in when is it gonna happen <laughs> and then all of a sudden they were like oh we're not using this cabin you can because apparently this guy was going to propose to uh his fiance in the woods and she's terrified of woods whatever yeah <laughs> Uh, so they were like, you can have this cab. And I was like, this is it. This is where it's going to happen. <laughs> and I was like, thank God, you know? Yeah. But it was cute. Super cute. I really liked it. There was a couple of times I caught myself smiling like an idiot. Yeah. Um, I didn't cry or anything like that. No. Obviously. Uh, and I, I'm not like super attached to the characters, but they were cute. If it became a movie, I would like, I would, I would watch it. Yeah. It was like perfectly fine. I think I rated it a three or 3.5. It was perfectly yeah. fine. It's not something that I'm going to think about really un- much longer after this conversation or anything like that but it was definitely wholesome and i really i did like the characters but i agree with you i wasn't like oh i would love to read more from them or anything like that you know care about them yeah Uh, (laughs) but i did like christian he sounded cool 
Yeah. Uh, and I, 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 it was predictable, but it was cute, you know. But Christmas Orphans Club, which you still have yet to finish. I have to finish that it. one. Was my favorite still. Okay. Um, and that one's probably like a four, four and a half for me. Okay. Uh, this one was probably eh, somewhere in between a three and a three and a half. I mean, it, I liked it. What Snowden? Love it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just fine. Yeah. It was cute, like you yeah. said. It was cute. Um, but let's uh, let's do. Alex had this idea of doing five star. I'm not a five star. Uh, five word reviews. Yeah, I think we should do that for tis the season. And even if you want to do it for uh for the other ones, for Snowden yeah. too, because those are the ones that we finished mm-hmm. together on the same page at least. Yeah. Um. So let's do that. I think that's cute. All right. Well. Okay. I'll go first. Yeah. I absolutely fucking hated it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, five words. Here we go. He ate her Christmas cookies. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. The characters were so cringe. Uh, corny. Legally blonde. Ain't it. <laughs> okay. Or legally blonde. It is not. Or it isn't, I guess. If possible, I wouldn't finish. Um. <laughs> uh, Damien's fine until you're mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> the characters had no depth. Dumb blonde trope. Mm. Not great. Yeah. Insta love. Um, insta out. <laughs> I like that. Uh, over the top. Not Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> not christmas i don't know i was gonna say jingle all the way home but it doesn't make sense so. <laughs> it does not uh tis the season to dnf yes yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> a thousand times yes it was so very boring <laughs> <laughs> turned out damien not casual <laughs> Does not know definition casual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just met. Don't call baby. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's weird. Or honey or any of that. Any of that. Yeah. And the, it always sounded unnatural, too, when they said it. It was never like if you imagined two people who are into each other talking, it would never just casually sound this way. Right. Yeah, not at all. This is ridiculous. I know. All right. Did you have any more? Do you want to move on to Snowden? Uh, My last one would be cringy dialogue, phone, sex, bleh. Oh, I forgot about that scene. That was bleh. Bleh. That was worse, I thought, than the the other scenes. It's just (laughs) so... I texted Alex. I was like, ew, this phone's sad. (laughs) And it's, at some point, she texted me like a day later or something. And she was like, phone sex scene, bleh. Yeah. <laughs> the, like the puke uh, emoji. When you were texting me that night. It was so night, cringy. Yeah, it was. When you were texting me that night, your warnings, I was reading them to, do- um, to Doug, to Rob. <laughs> and he was like, wait, is this the book with the gun? And I was like, no, this is a different one. It's supposed to be a cute holiday book. And he was wait, like, what, what book with the gun? 
haunting Adeline. I told oh, you about this. Yeah, I told yeah, you about yeah, this. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was traumatized. And I was like, no, this is a different one. He was like, why do, do all these books have this crazy sex <laughs> stuff in it? I was like, I don't know. We didn't think this one would. <laughs> we didn't we think this, this one up. would. I know. We actually, we really researched, we thought, and looked this up. And, and somebody had put uh, one spice out of five. And we were like, oh, good. This is safe. No, it's not. Fail. Again, I Super had told fail. Alex this. We need, we have ratings on movies. We needed ratings on, on these books that say like PG-13. Okay, I want a PG-13. R is fine too. I just don't want this XXX shit. I agree with me. you. There should be ratings. Reader discretion advised. Yes, give me some trigger warnings or something. Yeah. All right? Trigger warnings. You know, you're going to want to puke from like cringy fucking dialogue and sex scenes. You know, like phone sex, vomit. Yeah. Th- then I won't read it. Yeah. At least warn me. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done, I'm done <laughs> ranting. All right, let's do Snowden. <laughs> all right. It was cute, perfectly fine. Very cute, predictable, mm. but cute. Yeah. I liked it mostly. Uh, that one's just four. I liked it mostly. Okay. <laughs> uh, snowed in 200 pages in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the fake dating. It's only five, but I should have added a trope in there. <laughs> fake dating trope. I like it. It's, I like. I like. <laughs> like dating trope. I like. <laughs> I do like. I do yeah. like it. The characters were really sweet. Christmas romance, pretty damn cute. It was just I. Right. I liked. <laughs> I liked. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else really to say. <laughs> well, Sophie was a bitch. Yeah. Uh, so was that guy. I can't remember his name either. Her ex, Riley. Was it Riley? Isaac? Isaac. Where did I get Riley from? Isaac sucks a big dick. He does. Isaac was. Why don't you love me five years later? Oh, I had a fiance, but I broke up with her because she came back to town. Bro, stop. I didn't yeah. like him. No, Isaac him. was a huge dick. Isaac, I want to kick. <laughs> the side characters were cute. Average, meh. Christmas, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> yeah i'm all out uh how about better than tits the seas <laughs> well, well definitely yeah better than, than tits the season tits the season to tits the season to not what to not read that book la, 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 la. it was fucking cringe we hate that shit <laughs> it's perfect yeah <laughs> well uh in the end do we like the title of Tis the Season for Revenge? Yeah, it was a cute title. I mean, it definitely made us want to read it. Mm-hmm. I was excited to read it. Mm-hmm. I was let down miserably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as the book cover goes, I have no opinion on it. I didn't really like the cover. It was all right. It looked very, to me, it looked very YA. I don't know. Yeah, and I have an issue with that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like it really. No. Do you do you want to do the thing with the uh, nail colors and shit? You can if you want. Okay. In no particular order. Okay. Well, color uh, has to be like a Barbie pink. Nail color, without a doubt, has to be like that hot pink. I, I won't. It has to be. 100%. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the song, I'm a Barbie girl. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would have chosen that, but just to be, so it's not the same thing, I guess, Tis the Damn Season by Taylor Swift. Okay. 
It's the holiday season. All right. A meal? A meal? I don't know. I feel like it would be maybe some, like a bag of roasted almonds. That's a whole meal? <laughs> yeah, that's the meal. That's, that's, I feel like what she would eat. I don't know. Uh, I was going to say maple glazed carrots. <laughs> That's I made, not a meal either. I made those I just, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, they're delicious. They I could just see her eating like the little baby carrots out of the bag. I don't know why. Yeah. For clothing, it definitely, for me, has to be like a tight mini dress, hot pink, sparkly. Okay. I was going to say a, a, some kind of glitter in a scarf. Okay. A pink one for sure. Yeah. A cocktail. Cosmo. Yeah. What is it that she drinks on their first date? I know she orders a whiskey because she's pretending to like it. And then yeah. she orders something sweet. That's another issue too. Like, don't just be yourself. I hate that yeah. shit. Yeah. He loves me for me in the end, but you aren't you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that the cocktail would be sex on the beach. Doesn't that, that's kind of pink too, right? It has pink in it or is it orange? No I don't idea know. what color it is. I've never had one. I don't know. Or maybe like yeah. a strawberry daiquiri. You're a strawberry daiquiri. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> An animal? A bunny. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say a groundhog because it's a groundhog <laughs> day esque that has nothing to do with this <laughs> at all. That because <laughs> I'm thinking of 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to say groundhog only because I, I feel like a groundhog can hide and I wanted a DNF. So since I couldn't DNF, a groundhog can go underground and hide, and it's kind of the vibe I wanted to do after the sixth chapter. So, <laughs> who would you cast in the roles? What's poor souls? Would you cast yeah. in these roles? Um, let's, do, let's do Richard. Let's do Abigail or Abby rather, and uh, Damien. All right. So for what's his name, Damien? For Damien, I'm gonna say like a young Antonio Banderas. I feel like he would look like sexy like that, but like when he was yeah. like in his forties, you know, like sexy older man. I didn't okay. like that either, by the way. That there was I don't like age gap romance. It's not for me usually. No, it's not for me. Yeah, uh, I feel like these have to be bad actors. So I'm gonna take either Enrique Iglesias because he would definitely <laughs> suck at acting, yeah. or uh, Ricky Martin, who was hot but definitely probably can't act. But if okay, he was it, I might watch it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he's hot. It has to be obviously because he's he's Latino. Yeah, Richard, I, I see Warner's face and I know that's what she wanted, but it's not him. I can't. Warner he was he was. Yeah, I know who he is. I can't even put a face to this character because he was so two dimensional that he just <laughs> felt like a cartoon character. So I'm going to so say Luigi. I'm going to. Well, I, I was going to say Peter Griffin, but then like a thin Peter Griffin, <laughs> like a, a thin, handsome Peter Griffin, but like kind of a jerk like him, you know? Peter Finnan? Sure. Uh, Peter Griffin is out of control for Richard. Um, <laughs> get out of my car, bitch. Uh, <laughs> killed me. Oh, look. Oh, aren't you beautiful? Yeah. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Yeah, you're a bad little car. What, what's that? What's that? You want me inside you? Peter Griffin, wow. Okay. So Quagmire, but... With Peter Griffin. Oh, Quagmire's a good one. Yeah, yeah. him. Giggity, 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 giggity. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we have 
you know, the hot Latino men that we're mentioning and then cartoons. Of course, she's going to pick the guy. That's how they the were cartoon. written. That's how they were written in this book. Damien was just the really hot older Latino man. That's That was his only defining characteristic. And Richard was just a dick. And that was it. Literally dick, because that's his name. All right. Anyway, for um, for Abigail. I, I don't know who I would have casted, by oh, the way. For, for, I, can't top, I can't top that. I bet I, you said the Warner guy. The one are from Legally Blonde. No, but now all I could see is Quagmire. Giggity, giggity, giggity at the Christmas party. I'm losing my mind. Giggity, 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 giggity. Abby obviously has to be somebody blonde. And if it's bad acting, I'm going to go with Emma Roberts because I can't stand Uh, her. She's the worst, yeah. And she's the worst actress. She's only there because of, you know, her parents. Her dad and her aunt. Yeah, her aunt. Because uh, Eric Roberts, they ate on South Park, so. I was thinking along the same lines as you. And I was thinking Kristen Stewart, but when, like, as a blonde, because <laughs> she can do that, like, meek, yeah. what, what do you mean? But, like, no. bad, bad, no. bad acting. Even joking around, you did way better. I mean, she is the worst <laughs> actress in the world. But when people make fun of her on TikTok, those videos, I love them. Oh, they're my favorite. The, the Twilight what? ones. Twilight is so old. And yet every day, I don't know if I've already said this to you. I probably have. Every day there's a new TikTok of somebody making fun of it. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> When I sent you the other day with the guy looking at her when he was going up the stairs and he was like, (laughs) she was hilarious. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, but no matter who makes fun of it, it's just great. And then they always throw the music in the background. Mm -hmm. And back in the day, too, I loved that soundtrack. Just saying. Yeah. It really is. It's it's one of those movies that's so bad, but I will watch it. Yeah. So bad, though. Yeah. The acting is atrocious. So I, I would assume that you're you're on point you're op with kristen stewart because i would assume that if this movie was made the acting would be atrocious so yeah yeah okay also uh just going back to enrique iglesias for a second did you send it to me yeah his actual singing <laughs> voice is pretty bad wait did i send you the one too where he was weirdly humping the stage and everybody no. was like what's happening oh my god i gotta find that and send it to you it's hilarious no people yeah. were straight up like what's happening no but now i have um Justin Bieber when he's doing that weird steppy dance and I hear I have it's the hilarious. Veggie Tales song in my yes. head. Yes. <laughs> if you like to talk to bananas, uh, <laughs> which I'm convinced that he really was yeah. listening to when he walked <laughs> on the stage. In what situation is that dance appropriate? What is that? A, is it considered a dance? It's a weird walk. It's <laughs> borderline Nazi-ish. I mean, all he had to do was move his hands a little weird, and we would have been in some bad territory. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he does move his hands. No, it's it's very stiff. It's weird. It's weird, for sure. Okay. It's definitely weirder than the Justin Timberlake one, too, which you know exactly which one I'm talking about. And they put songs yeah. on him, too. Yeah. Hilarious. That? His dad dance. <laughs> right? <laughs> what is this? It's terrible. Oh, Hilarious. I'm pretty sure dads would dance better, too. It's like, bro, did you forget that you used to be like an entertainer and that you were actually all right? Yeah. <laughs> Did you just like quit? You didn't have practice lately or something? I don't know. Yeah. But these are the reasons why I won't delete TikTok. And this is the reason why I love that app. Yeah. But this is fun. Yeah. We're still mid-season here. Well, we're still on our break, but we just wanted to throw you a little bonus episode. And we're still going to come out with the uh, Wreck the Holes by Tessa Bailey, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be safe. You've read her books and she's not smutty, right? Uh, they're, they're a little spicy usually. There's usually a little bit of spice. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, I, I mean, thankfully it's called Wreck the Holes and not Wreck the Bowls, because I think if it was Wreck the Bowls, I wouldn't have purchased. No, I know. I'm curious to see how this book is going to be, because Tessa Bailey's a little hit or miss for me. I really liked It Happened One Summer. The sequel was just meh. And then when mm -hmm. I read Fixer Up, I hated it. So, eh, oh, you yeah. didn't like Fixer Up? No, it was, once again, we have the creepy virgin in her 20s trope, which I don't like. I just don't like it. And then there was a lot of really cringe, creepy stuff that happened in that book that was weird and uncomfortable. Okay. And the more I thought about it, the less I liked it. And the the spicy stuff was super, super, super cringe. See, this is why I jumped on House in the Cerulean Sea, because mm -hmm. I can't read too much romance at yeah. once. It gets on my nerves. Yeah, I'm super romanced out. I That's why I read The Jassad Air, and it did get me out of my reading slump, but I'm really like in a fantasy mood right now, so reading these romances is kind of mm -hmm. killing my vibe read, although read. i will say good elf gone wrong kind of satisfied that weird fantasy vibe because it was so unrealistic and outrageous that it was like a lot of fun in that same way that i can sometimes feel with a fantasy read so that helped a little bit but i just don't feel yeah. as confident that the rest of them are going to be like that you know i do want to read that i think i'm going to read that next uh after the snowflake one and okay. then after that, I still want to read The Love Light Farms because it sounds cute. It's supposed to be really cute. I started it. It was a little boring. So I just didn't. But I did start it while I was in my book slump, my reading slump. Yeah. So that yeah. didn't help, you know. Well, that's why I'm still in the book slump. You know what I mean? It took mm -hmm. me longer than I should have to read Tis the Season because I kept stopping it because I kept getting annoyed by it. Because you didn't want to read it. Yeah. 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 Um, but I didn't feel that way about Snowden. And I loved it. I read it in yeah. less than a day. I was like, this is cute. Yeah. So I don't know. I think you should read House of Cerulean with me. It's fantasy. Yeah, I do want to read that. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, read the it only I think the only we'll thing that was January, maybe. Yeah. The only thing that was holding me back on that was I think it's YA and I was kind of skeptical. Eh. Also, Book Talk, well, it has a love hate relationship with that book. And I was like, I can't trust you right now. <laughs> book Talk. I just need something different. I'm not super far in. I'm up to um, chapter four, but I'm loving it. I think it's yeah. cute as hell so far. Okay. Uh, and, you know, there are kids in it, but mm -hmm. it's it's about a guy who loves kids. I don't know. It's just, it seems really cutesy and, and kind of wholesome. And I need that right okay. now. So I'm loving it so far, but there are kids with like powers. Yeah. So I, it's, the, it's the fantasy I needed. I needed some kind of like cute, sweet, wholesome fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's satisfying Def that. Also, the very secret society of irregular witches would I know, definitely I downloaded it. It'll satisfy that that urge that you have for like a wholesome, really cute but well done fantasy, and like it does have a little bit of romance in it. But it's just really a very sweet book. I yeah, do want to read. I did download that. I want to read it. I want to read next. Actually, was on my list the adventure. I, I believe it's called the Adventures of Amina Al Sarif. It's like a pirate fantasy, and it's it has it's supposed to be really good. I've heard really good things about it, and it looks really fun. So I kind of wanted to read that as well. Okay. But yeah. Also, I have to read Assassin's Blades, and I've been I've been putting that off. So I have to read that. I'm gonna put that off to the list second because I want it to be fresh. <laughs> I'm afraid that I'm going to read it and then I'm going to want to jump into the next book and then I'm just going to have to jump in to the next one after that and then the one after that and then I'll just be consumed by Throne of Glass for the next few weeks and I won't leave my house or do anything or talk to anyone. I'm excited to read it because for the first time we'll be reading it in different orders and yeah. I just think that's super interesting. 
Yeah. I'd like to see where that goes for the experience. In the last week, by the way, I've seen multiple videos, one being like, hey, you need to read it first. And one like, no, you need to read it after air fire. And I like back and forth. And I'm just like, oh, my God, there's no consistency. It's so like, I guess each person's individual preference. But I'm like, oh, man, I wish I knew like what if like if it would have been better to read it first, then I'll be kind of sad. But, but I don't know. So we'll see. I think you and I are going to have completely different experiences for the series. Yeah, and I think it's interesting and it'll be interesting to play out and see where that goes. I'm ex- I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm excited to read the series, too. And I'm still excited to read Akamath, even though you're telling me not to. No, I'm telling you to read it because I want to talk to you about it. I'm just now a little scared that it's getting closer to a time that you are going to read it, that you're not going to like it because you've been putting it off for so long that I feel like you're going to be like, I don't even want to read it. And then I'm going to be sad because I love it. I don't just think like, so. I- just like I mean, you were I, said, I, I when didn't I love the first one, you know that I hated it. I know, actually, but, but what's his name annoyed the shit out of me, but I liked Reese. Yeah. So I think since Reese is going to be in this, I'm going to like it. Yeah. I didn't it's really love yeah. the cringy shit that we've been reading. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> a, I won't lie. There is a, a spicy scene that I thought was a little cringe, but in the second book. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's like, yeah, it's there. There's like one part in particular that I'm thinking of. I don't want to give anything away, but every time I get to that part, I skip it because I'm like, I hate that he just did that. It annoys me so much. What is he like? Rip my wings off, bitch! No, <laughs> then I'm fine with it. I think it'll be all right. Uh, that would have been the worst case scenario. Just wait, because after you read it, we're gonna talk about it, and I think you'll agree with me. There's two things actually in two different scenes that I just hold, don't like. Hold my it's, horns, it's just, it's just, it's just not for me, but. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, All right. All right. Well, I can't wait to see what scene that is. I'm sure I'll know, right? Immediately. And I'll text you and be like, I read it. Yeah. There's going to be two parts, I think. And I think you're going to get to them. And I think you'll know specifically because it's not like the whole scenes themselves, the spicy scenes. I don't mind them. There's one I don't mind at all. The second one I think is a little long, but otherwise is fine, except for this one thing in it that just bothers me every time. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm interested to see. And honestly, when I do reread that book, I usually skip that chapter. Not the first one, but the the second one, because it's just the whole chapter pretty much. And I'm like, mm, I know what happens. I don't need to reread it. Which chapter is this? I can't tell you that. Jesus Christ. Hey, <laughs> I just want to warn you about a trigger, but um, I'm not it's gonna not going to. I don't think it's going to be triggering. It's not triggering. It's just. Speaking of which, I don't like animals getting killed. Uh, that would have been Alex's cue to say, hey, uh, don't read the first two chapters. No, I made you read them so they because they were important. They were vital for the book. No, it's because I didn't think about it because I didn't think that just reading a book was going to trigger that. Also, you're inconsistent because in <laughs> A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, the dog gets kidnapped and dies for no reason at all. It made me cry. And you were like, I mean, it was all right. I didn't, I didn't cry. But then you read Akatar Malay. I said I didn't cry. that we never even got to know the personality of it wasn't a beloved household pet, but I was so upset for it. But then this beloved poor little old dog that was uh, loved by its entire family gets kidnapped for no reason and then drowns in a river. The, the dog was and innocent. Didn't, he did nothing wrong. You didn't I was even very care. Upset. You were I like, oh, oh yeah, that happened. I didn't get yelled at for not telling you. <laughs> you did get yelled at for not telling me. That's not true. It's not true. You never tell me. They'll be like, you know, page 65, animal being slaughtered. Alex, like, 65 is the best page. Shut Read up. that. Make I... sure that you love it. Shut up. 
<laughs> get your pen ready. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I got to say, like, Kindle has changed my life, okay? Not yeah. just the Kindle, but the Kindle Scribe has literally changed my life. Mm. Not an ad, not sponsored. Uh, but, you know, I love now how, like, it updated. Like, there's, like, been a software update. And now you yeah. can actually, like, um, market read or that you're reading a book on Goodreads. It's always Did been like that? that. The old Kindle was like that. Oh, it's always, it's always been that way you probably scratch just, that you probably just linked your your uh goodreads account for the first time oh, <laughs> old yeah. people well, hey old people i like that uh, it is cool i like that feature too you can even rate it on mind. there never mind what do you mean you could read it on there rate it oh i was like of course you can read it on there girl like what are you talking about i didn't even know i could read the books on my kindle i thought i just got to look at them and their covers all right i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> love how we gave ourselves little accents at the end here <laughs> oh man well that was fun yeah so like jess said we will be back for our book of the month for december that will air on december 27th so definitely stick around and stay tuned for that and yes. we should also have some more updates on some other holiday books we read maybe and, maybe. Also, and also maybe some other books we've read so yeah we can... and we have a, a holiday story time yes that we didn't do for this episode we were planning on doing it we did come out up with some things uh but we just start running out of time so we yeah. don't have it but maybe we'll just release it or maybe it'll come up in the next episode that we're coming out um on the 27th i don't mm -hmm. know we'll talk about it and just be prepared for that yeah yeah <laughs> jada pinkett Maybe maybe she'll make it a, a reappearance. I don't know. <laughs> Helen Keller's ghost. I have no idea. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there'll be time. I don't know if there'll be enough time. <laughs> a big day. Doing what? Well, um, actually, pretty nice little Saturday. We're uh, we're gonna go to Home Depot. Yeah, buy some wallpaper. Maybe get some flooring. Stuff like that. Maybe Bed Bath and Beyond. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. <laughs> But yeah, if um if anything, just enjoy your holidays, and we'll we'll talk to you uh, we'll talk to you soon after the holiday and catch up a little more. Yep. Have a happy and safe holiday. Ho ho ho! If you haven't read the upcoming books but would like to, head on over to the link in our bio and get a copy for yourself so that you can participate in future discussions. You don't pay anything extra, but if you make a purchase using our link, we get a small commission. So thank you so much for supporting us. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, it would really mean a lot to us if you would leave a positive review on Spotify, Apple, or whichever streaming service you use. We would really appreciate it also if you could spread the word by telling friends and family about our podcast. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. Yep. We also want to remind everyone to be on the lookout for our live events on TikTok. Yep, we'll be doing some live events soon and we will post upcoming dates on our socials. If you're just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We're going to be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. So be sure to check out our socials for updates and also some bonus content. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and other platforms. Click on the link in our bio for access to all of our socials, our website, and other links. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can email us at bookswithcooks at gmail.com. You can also find our full book reviews on Goodreads. These links will also be available at the link in bio. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. Now let's turn the page and put a fork in it. Because we're done with this one. Bye.
Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday to you. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. It's the holiday season, and Santa Claus is coming round. The Christmas snow is white on the ground. When old Santa gets into town, he'll be coming down the chimney down. It's the holiday season, and Santa Claus has got a toy for every good girl and good little boy. Santa's a great big bundle of joy when he's coming down the chimney down. When he's coming down the chimney down, he'll have a big fat pack upon his back, and lots of goodies for you and for me. So leave a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick. Hanging on the Christmas tree, it's the holiday season. The holiday season. So hoop-de-doo and dickery-dock. Don't forget to hang up your sock, 'cause just exactly at twelve o'clock he'll be coming down the chimney down. He'll be coming down the chimney down. He'll have a big fat pack upon his back. And lots of goodies for you and for me. So leave a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick hanging hang on the Christmas tree. It's the holiday season. The holiday season. So hoop-de-doo and dickery-dock. Don't forget to hang up your sock, 'cause just exactly at twelve o'clock he'll be coming down the chimney, coming down the chimney, coming down the chimney down. Happy holiday! Happy holiday! While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday! Thanks for listening to my mommy and me and Alec. Bye.